Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, my name is Neil White and you are welcome to a big interview tradition. It's our annual Oscars show. For the 2022 edition, we have, to present their awards for the footballing year, the host of the big interview, Graham Hunter, looking resplendent in ceremonial Highland dress, and Pete Jensen of La Liga Television, who always looks this sharp. Graham, 2022, a footballing year like no other. And it ended less than 24 hours ago as we record this with the death of the king. Ray Pelé left us at the age of 82, I think he might be coming up later. Why wouldn't he? Um, 2022 has been a brutal year. I I find, I mean, one of the toughest, one of the hardest um, emotionally of my entire life. And I've been saying over the last few days to everybody close to me, it doesn't mean 2023 will be better, but I'd just like to get through these remaining days as... One by one, your man from Primal Scream, Duffy, went and Christy McVie and Terry Hall and it's been a year when we've lost people ceaselessly and there was a time in Qatar when the strongest newspaper in Santos began running the story that it was the penultimate Saturday of the World Cup that Pele had died, it proved not to be true, it was clear that he was grave and what we'll we'll talk a little bit later on about him, I, I, um, the man, the footballer, the bits that it's like an iceberg, isn't it? I, I think for the last twenty, thirty years, we, we've all seen the tip, but it it what well, it's what lies under. It's what went on for the majority in the parts of his life when most of our listeners, most the three of us, were less aware of him, or we weren't born because he's had such a prolonged life, such a prolonged career. But you lose him, and while it's sad, perhaps given his ailments, it was time. But what it allows us to do is to stop, to shake off all this nonsense that's the modern phenomenon about who's the greatest, and just admire and enjoy. But this is our year of end Oscar show. Graham and Peter are about to hand out their awards for the year in football. Nominations uh, for these awards have also came in from our socios. Those special listeners at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. And I would like to take this opportunity to say a big thank you to all of those people from all of us people here at the big interview. But we have a table full of statuettes to distribute. Uh, let's get things rolling. Our first category is for best performer in a leading role. 
Uh, that's the footballer of the year, if you will. So before you guys jump in, we had some nominations from socios. They included Kylian Mbappe. Uh, Michael Williams was one of the socios who nominated Mbappe. He said, we are so lucky to have another 10 years of watching him ahead of us. And then Robert McIntosh was one of many socios who nominated um, a footballer who Robert only refers to as him, channeling Don DeLuise, I think, there in the Cannonball Run. It's not Captain Chaos, it's Lionel Messi. Pete Jensen, who do you have for your first category, um, the best performer in a leading role? Yeah, I've gone, gone for the obvious one. Um, it has to be Messi. I remember being in Brazil in 2014, when Argentina were beating the final and just thinking, he's not ever going to do it, is he? He's never going to win it. Um, it'll be 31 in four years' time in Russia and looking at the Argentina players around him, he's never going to win it. And of course, it, it didn't happen for him in, in Russia either. To do what he did age 35 um, and with so much drama and with so much theatre, I, me- I remember the... The game against Poland, when it seems at one point he's injured, he starts holding the top of his right hamstring. And you think, oh, no, that's, you know, that's not something he's going to be able to run off. Is this how it's going to end? Um, and then a few minutes later, he's you know, speeding down the right and he goes past Vardiola, probably the best defender in the tournament, um, and, and, sets up, and sets up the winning goal. Uh, it was just an extraordinary, extraordinary performance throughout the tournament. He did have good players around him, but he still there, there were a few Burachagas and a few Valdanas and a few Browns in there, but it was just the same as as Maradona in '86 in terms of of dragging the team to victory round after round, um, and and it just has to be Player of the Year, Leo Messi. It's interesting that the way that Messi makes you 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 stop and and blink between magical moments, and Pete's right to to sort of concertina the way in which he looked as if he might be out against Poland because he'd come into the tournament having played the last friendly and missed training for two days at the University of Qatar and there were these horrible pitter-patter rumours about maybe there's a problem and we're used to both of us working so many times at camp now where if he begins to touch the inside of his thigh or the back of his thigh it's never it's almost never for no reason but the the, the the concertina effect is that you, you blink and it's the game against Croatia and the Guardiola moment in the semi-final and it's just instants later because it just seems to be a conveyor belt of messy moments. If he's not playing, you're talking about him. And I like what our socios said, Neil, because to, to live in this time, I, I find more exciting even now than than the height of the Messi-Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo thing. Because if you look across this year and you think about the relative um, periods of maturity that Messi, Benzema, Mbappe and Haaland are at, you've got an enormous variety of styles, ages, experiences, but the same expectation on all of them that they'll do something that will catalyse our passion, our excitement and... You, you you go looking at these players particularly, not exclusively them in the world, but because it's always fallen, the crown has fallen most likely on the head of a striker or a creative player. You go into these their games thinking, I could watch something that I've never seen before when they play. Every time you go to the stadium, every time you turn on the television, every time you use you, you, you Y-Scout, whatever. And, and Haaland won't win this thing 
uh, today, this year, because it's too soon. And he, he maybe is aesthetically the least of that of that um, quartet, but I don't honestly think I've seen anybody like him ever in my in my lifetime. I don't think there's anybody. There are comparisons you can make, but nobody that equates to what we're seeing in Holland. Mbappe remains just off the scale good, and the numbers help back you up. But the evidence of your own eyes. And and Benzema is a good candidate. He okay. He takes silver, and I go with Pete's idea that because not out of sympathy, but because Messi wrenched the World Cup out of everybody else's hands at an advanced age, and, and kept responding. And the one that's the maybe the clincher is the the three two goal because you 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 kind of think well yeah it's good one last slap in the face. France are back. Argentina are going to fold. They're knackered. Di Maria is off. Has Messi got anything left in him? And okay, it's a tap in by his standards, a right foot, but it is again. This this Oscar, this best footballer in a reading leading role, does go to Messi, but only only by a whisker ahead of Benzema, who I adored this season, this year, and I adored seeing him win the Ballon d'Or. And I'm sad for the way his World Cup went, but if you have to choose, you have to choose Lionel Andres. Congratulations, Leo Messi. Of all the things coming your way this year, perhaps the most cherished award <laughs> will be the big interview Oscar for Best Footballer in a Leading Role. Best Performer for our second award today, Best Performer in a Supporting Role, which goes to the unsung hero, the guy behind the guy, sometimes the guy behind the guy behind the guy. We um, got a couple of nominations from the socios. I think the most common name was related to the first award, uh, Alexis McAllister. Uh, the greatest player never to play for Scotland. Um, Graham Hunter, who do you have for your unsung hero? Yeah, I'm going to cheat a little bit because it's not as obscure as as you, the committee, Neil, are asking for. I'm going to go with your Dom de Louise idea and I'm going to go the guy to the left of the guy. It's Vinicius and it's easily Vinicius. He helped make Benzema's year great without Vinicius Benzema I don't think excels, wins the Ballon d'Or, <laughs> somehow Lazarus's Real Madrid back to life again and again in the Champions League. One of the most extraordinary knockout phases in that competition's history. He and Benzema had a hundred goal and assist contribution to Real Madrid's season. And I know half the season was last calendar year. But when you get two players like that, you, you always look at which is Butch and which is Sundance. And, you know, as far as Sundance is concerned, he's carried on when Benzema's been injured. You know, he's got 10 goals and five assists for Madrid this season in 21 matches in the World Cup in a team under a coach that really he hadn't been vital to. He played brilliantly. A goal and two assists. He's got 11 goals, seven assists, all comps this season. This has been Vinicius as, at the moment, the best supporting role of anybody anywhere across the year. Sorry, Alexis, but there's more to come. Just before we get to you, Pete, is there something that still holds him back then, Graham, from that group that you mentioned? It's a natural progression. It will come because each year... We've seen him add things, and me being me, I love the fact that he's chippy as fuck. When players get after him and kick him and referees don't 
protect him. He's after them now. And, and there's a category of people in Spain who are like, you know, chippy Brazilian brackets in my in my voice with a different colour of skin than mine. He's being treated differently to this day because he's not a white European and he's like, come on, bring it on. He'll channel that, he'll harness that and the goals will regularly for a winger start to be 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 and he'll repeatedly win big trophies and win big games and take on the best defenders and produce magical moments and then he'll be in that group okay pete who do you are my best performance supporting role is also the guy to the left of the guy um and it's going back to the world cup final angel di maria um he didn't play a, a great deal in the finals but i thought when he played he was brilliant he was fantastic in the final and he's just been by Messi's side right from the very beginning. You go back to 2008 where Messi wins goal in Beijing and who's scoring the winning goal in the final? Angel Di Maria. Who's playing the ball through to Angel Di Maria so he scores the winning goal? It's, it's Lionel Messi. They've been together um, through all the disappointments and they were together in the final when, when finally they win the World Cup. And Angel Di Maria, I think, has been underrated throughout his entire career. He was underrated when he was at Real Madrid. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti... I had to take him to one side and tell him, look, you've got to play midfield this season because we just signed Gareth Bale and I've got to play Bale, I've got to play Ronaldo, I've got to play Benzema. That's the only place you get in the team. He converted himself brilliantly into a, into a midfield player and won a Champions League. It's his galloping run down the left that leads to the, the shot that is saved that Bale then heads in um, for the first time that Real Madrid are heading that first final against Atletico Madrid. I've seen him play so well in so many finals. It was his cross that Ronaldo headed in at the far post when... Uh, Mourinho won his first trophy with Real Madrid so he, he's underrated throughout his entire career I think and you know he's always been there um, I think he was one of the players that Messi wanted Barcelona to sign um, uh, and, and they chose not to and, and I, I remember at the time lots of people saying you know he's, he's at the wrong end of his career now for, for us to sign him anyway but much like Messi, um, he came good and had his finest hour, you know, towards the tail end of his of his career. So my my uh, guy behind the guy is also, as with Graham, the guy to the left, the guy, Angel Di Maria. And Mr Committee, um, isn't it beautiful to add to what Pete said there that these two are born about eight months apart in the same minor city in Argentina. Di Maria's dad is a sort of coal stocker in an industrial train yard and, and it's the proper you know, fighting your way up from the streets in both cases. And here they are getting, as you rightly point out, Neil, the award to end all awards. They must be delighted. Um, you guys, I always think, are at a disadvantage for this next one. The award is for the most promising newcomer who we define as the best footballer you had never heard of on December 31st, 2021 in this case. Um, I think for, certainly for me, probably for most of our listeners, the list of footballers who we haven't heard of um, on December 31st and then become aware, if not in love with, by the corresponding um, December 31st is much longer than it is for you guys who see these guys coming often very early on in their careers. Some of our socios um, have nominated such as, again, Alexis McAllister, um, and we must have a fairly healthy Celtic supporting contingent because both Ryo Hitate and Kyogo Furuhashi, two of the um, strong and growing Japanese contingent at Celtic Park, have both been nominated, neither of whom, uh, I don't believe, featured for Japan at the World Cup. Graham Hunter, who came through for you? Much though, 
you know, I love the access that the camera has to television, and much though I love the fact that we can use YouTube and and why scout and, and sit and go down rabbit holes and, and look at players and much though I remember in the days when we didn't have those tools reading World Soccer and you were with me when I, I told Roy Mackay at the end of the domestic season just before the World Cup that I used to, I just caught his name when he was still playing in Holland and because it looked Scottish but misspelled I followed him every week until he got to Tenerife to see what he was and there's Mackay again he's got, in what we like to call the Sid Journal or World Soccer by its Sunday name. So despite the fact that we are now deluged and it's hard to, to discover a player at a tournament and go, bloody hell, that's remarkable. It, this was a season when Mohamed Ali Cho doesn't quite win it, but the French-English um, winger at La Real, I absolutely love the sight of. He's going to be, I think, mega exciting. Time will tell about temperament and whether he becomes a world beater. But again, he's the one that gives you the impulse to say, I'll watch that game, I'll watch him, I'll turn the TV on, I'll go to the game. Arnold Martinez, I didn't, for my sins, I didn't know enough about and looks super. Um, Rajkovic, Predrag Rajkovic, who's turned out to be a brilliant um, signing from York and I want to come back to him later on. I didn't know about him. John Pacheco, I did know about, so he doesn't quite qualify, but what a brilliant year. He's 22 next month, and he's got his presence in La Real's team almost guarantees a win. Left-sided centre-back, very good. And the guy who wins it is also a Churio Dean, Pablo Marin. And Pablo Marin just has the hairs on the back of my neck standing up. He's Now, he hasn't quite got the size that Brolin... But he's small and stocky, but ultra-powerful. Plays in attacking midfield. And his chutzpah, the, the cojones on him about, give me the ball, give me the ball right now. You've got the ball, I'm going to smash you off the ball. I'm going to do something special with it. It doesn't come off, I'm going to do it again. This is a guy who, um, it's so early in his development, it's so early in me trying to piece together an appreciation of uh, faults to go with the exciting points because it just is a standout on first glimpse. Isn't he lovely? Pete Jensen, who have you got? I've gone for um, Mikhail Modric, um, the Shakhtar winger, 21 years old. He's not going to be a Shakhtar winger for much longer by the sounds of it. Um, I think uh, if, if it's true that Arsenal are debating whether to sign Modric or Jao Felix, you know, honestly, fellas, it's a five-minute discussion. Um, Joe Felix was great last night, by the way, for Atletico Madrid. And, and um, anyone who saw the game and saw their first goal, I mean, that kind of goal they should have been scoring week in, week out for the last 18 months. And, and you know who, who, you know why they haven't been doing that. Um, and he's also the reason why Joe Felix probably won't stay at Atletico Madrid. Anyway, we're not talking about Joe, we're talking about uh, Modric. He's got that that ability to to run with the ball and to go past people, which is still um, the most um, precious commodity in football. And um, if Arsenal do get him, I think he's going to light up uh, the Premier League. Um, he was fearless, uh, or he has been fearless, playing in the, in the Champions League for Shakhtar, whoever the opponent, whoever the fullback. Um, he's uh, a joy to watch, and I, I just think age 21, he's doing that now. He, um, he's only going to get better and I'm looking forward to watching him over, over the coming season so, so my most promising newcomer and I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong um, Mikhailo Mudrich 
Okay, time for a quick break and a word from our sponsors. Back soon. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the big interview Oscars show for 2022. Quick question, gentlemen. Which actor do you think is or was best at football? Your choice can be supported by evidence or not. It's entirely up to you. I'm going to rule out Vinnie Jones. It wasn't sliced alone either, was it? Getting back to uh, Pele and escape to victory. I, I can't believe you've had the cojones to ask that, Neil. It's, it's ridiculous. Your man, Sheen, apparently could kick a ball and was all right in that cloth um, biography, but it's, it's, it's just shiningly obvious. It's Martin Compton, um, or as we like to call it, you know, best dandy that got away. Martin Compton signed for Aberdeen from uh, the youth system at Greenock Morton, used to pound up and down Great Western Road, was an inch-high private eye uh, sweeper, libero at the back, booted out by Drew Jarvie because Martin was too small. Um, and he subsequently arrested villains and, and did internal affairs for the cops everywhere. Mother of God. Um, Martin Compson, line of duty, back line for the dandies. There's your answer. It's obvious. Our next award is for Best Director of Football. This includes your ideas of signings of the season, the director of football who has taken their club up a level or two this year, or the club you think has had the best year in the transfer market. So Pete Jensen, let's start with you for this one. I think it's Mallorca, um, which presumably makes it Pablo Hotels. I don't know much about Pablo Hotels, um, but I think his fingerprints are on most of the good stuff that Mallorca have have been doing um, the decision to, to... I don't think he was probably behind getting um, Marici, but I think he was 
almost definitely behind keeping him and making that the absolute priority last summer. Um, Morici kept them up last season. Um, they stayed up in spite of their goalkeeper um, or their goalkeepers because they they had a couple of keepers who, who weren't performing well. And they've remedied that this summer with, uh, Graham's already mentioned him, um, Pedro Rajkovic coming in um, from Stad Rems. Um, that's definitely an, uh, an Ortel's signing. Um, they did good business elsewhere. They got Capetti from, from Pomferradina, who's, who started the season very well. Aguirre was an inspired choice last season to keep them up. I think they've done well to keep him as well. Um, and they've just got uh, Adorith, um as well, um, a former Mallorca legend. They brought him on board to, to join the the team there. So I think Mallorca are doing a fantastic job with reasonably limited resources and, 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 and the award from, for me goes goes to them and to Pablo Hotels. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because Ortels was on my list and he was again mentioned by, I, I think one of our guests last year, Neil, Graham Lasol was, I think not this year, but late last year. And he talked about recruiting Ortels from uh, Villarreal and how important it was on a small budget to begin to get their um, recruitment, not just right, but brilliant. And I think Pete makes a really good case that Ortels is in the list. I, you have to mention um, the noise made by Barcelona's signing team, but it doesn't make them the best. They, they did remarkable work, but they've signed so many footballers um, who, who, who don't really belong at Camp now that it perhaps obscures the way in which there have been moments from Rafinha, there have been a splurge of big goals from Lewandowski. Right across the pitch, you could pick on players and say, well, they've done quite well there surely they have to be behind however you describe the same team at Real Madrid. Florentino Perez absolutely considers himself to be the sporting director. Juni Calafat that Pete's been a, a big advocate of who does principally the work in South America. If you look at Madrid bringing in Chawameni and Rudiger, and although we won't see him playing in white for a long time, Endrick as well, There's no. it doesn't matter that they're big. Or we shouldn't exclude them just because they're Real Madrid. They've had a damn good season. Um, La Real have done well Osasuna have done extremely well both in renewing and signing and look where they are in the league and I had Mallorca in, in silver medal position and we still haven't seen Tino Cadoueri who's a striker that was injured from the moment he got there and we haven't seen the best of him yet and it could suddenly tell us that Ortels is the outright winner if Cadoueri splurges goals and moves Mallorca up the table I'm going to go for uh, Cordon at uh, Betis, and I'm going to say Amia Culpa. Again, regularly good signings, um, very clever in how he and the team have managed to persuade certain players to stay, um, particularly when it was right down to the wire. And that's a, a job of the director and Pellegrini as well, and the money men. But this is Amia Culpa, and um, it's just proof that I, I, I get things wrong once maybe twice a year whether I need it or not and I remember texting our correspondent in Seville um, Ismael about Luis Henrique the Brazilian winger uh, when I saw him at the start and saying um, Ismael is this a, an extended joke is, is this a competition winner this boy has got jelly legs porridge for brains he looks more out of place than a trout on a motorbike. And I was wildly wrong. And it took Luis Enrique about 
three or four games to prove me so. He's enormously raw, far less advanced than Vinicius was when he arrived in Spain. But gradually, we've seen extraordinary pace, extraordinary daring, sometimes extraordinary goals. The one he scored in Rome with his head for a victory, I think at Lazio, was, was mental. And he's growing in physique and in confidence. And the fans down there already love him. They think they've got their Vinicius. And although Luis Felipe um, has uh, is more experienced and is a central defender and has it's been slower to impress, the, the, the quality is there, the toughness is there. They needed a player like him in central midfield. He, he blotted his and my copybook a little bit last night and Senor Cordon's as well by the most mental red card you can possibly think of and subsequent behaviour. But Cordon in constructing this team and Sabali is, is, is not as impressive, but the way in which this team has been brought together um, from the youth ranks and by signing on the most stretched budget for any team that's in the top, you know, top 10. It has been immensely impressive. So for me, just ahead as well of Rayo and Mallorca, it's definitely Cordon at Betis. Chapeau to our winners at Betis and Mallorca. The next Oscar from the Big Interview team goes to Best Producer, which is our award for the coach or manager who have done the best work in 2022. Nominations from the socios included Sarah Weigman, Vera Powell, Eddie Howe, and there the rhyming must end. And we go to you, Graham Hunter, for your coach or manager of the year. Eddie's a stop man, although the budget's been such that you know his achievements need to be taken into a little bit of context. But context, but very, very pleased for him. The Lionesses were thrilling. I hated the game against Spain, where Spain were down to 10. And it looked like they were going to do it nonetheless. And England just got through. From which point, I must admit, I was fully behind them and, and thrilled for their win. The final was glorious. And Sarah's patently... I, I haven't seen a coaching session, so I want to comment on the the management skills the, rather than the coaching skills. It's evident authority, communication, um, experience, just ability to... Um, to, to force knowledge into goblets of information. It, it's, she's monstrously impressive and um, I trade up with Phil Neville, you, you might argue. I forget who else was nominated by our wonderful socios, but I've, I've gone for one that is, is on a pattern. I like Manuel Pellegrini. I like the football that he proposes. I love watching Real Betis. They won the cup this season. They are gradually just threatening to make more of a job of of hinting at the top four. I, I don't think they'll get it again this year. But for him to, to choose to stay in the summer when he was tempted to go away because of the financial constrictions at Betis, for him to persuade others around him when he'd been giving off the earth tremors that he might lose leave, then your big players go, oh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, Cindy, incidentally, haven't you noticed that everybody else is, is is leaving? And Pellegrini is just an an icon for football. Well proposed, well coached, well played. Everybody's on board. Everybody's carrying the same idea forwards. When you see Los Verdes Blancos play a trophy, um, plus 
an impressive European performance. Loving the engineer. It's Pellegrini on the podium. Pete Jensen, who have you got? I've gone for Iraola. I thought um, there was a danger that um, he could have made a mistake in this. Could have made a mistake in the summer by by staying at Rio. Um, and here we are again, the turn of another year. And once again, Rio have a chance of, of, of European football. Had they won last night, and they were a little bit unfortunate, two penalties decisions went against them. Had they won last night, they would have been in a European place uh, going into 2023. Uh, he's doing it on ridiculously uh, short resources. Um, I think he's the best young coach in Spain at the moment. I love his uh, his touchline style with, with the old um, black magic, um, black polo neck jumper. Um, he wasn't on the touchline last night. He was behind glass because he he'd, he'd been he'd been um, sent off in in the previous game. Um, they're a joy to watch, Rio. Um, you know the Garcias down one flank and 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 Balu and Palathon down the other. They're developing a little bit of strength in depth as well. Abdul Mumin came in and played centre back last night. Um, it was only his second start, second or third start, and he and he was excellent. They've got RDT to come, Raul de Thomas to come for the second half of the season. It'll be interesting to see how he's used because Camello works so hard for the team, helps make them play, took his goal brilliantly last night as well. I, I, I really think they've got a chance this season of finishing in a European place, which will be an extraordinary achievement um, when you think of what he's, what he's working with. Um, and sooner or later, and I would have thought it will be at the end of this season, he will go on to to a bigger job, and it'll be very exciting to see how he handles that. So my best producer, coach, slash manager, Andoni Iraola. And if this time next year he does have a bigger sandbox to play in, what kind of move could you see for him? Well, I think we expected him maybe to go to Athletic, and that didn't happen and and won't, won't happen now because Valverde's entrenched there. Um, I mean, I'd like I'd like to see him stay in Spain, but I think um, he's a bright guy who could work in the in the Premier League as well, and I do think there'll be interest from beyond Spanish borders. Okay, our next Oscar uh, is one of my favourites. It goes to the best picture, which is quite simply the best football photograph that we've seen this year. Graham Hunter, what has caught your eye? Yeah, many things have caught my eye, and some of the best photos obviously stem uh, from the World Cup. Some will stem from the extraordinary li- library that Edson Arantes de Nascimento generated across his career because um, the word icon really f- feels as if it was invented for him in terms of an emerging Brazilian football team, Brazil under dictatorship, and, and Pele being the smiling face of that, Pele and Umbro. Pele and, and his version of Viagra, all our lives, he's been there. The the photos of him in 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 fucking brilliant 50s gear in Brazil, looking as if he's just walked out of Carnaby Street, are magic. Uh, my top two are these. And um, I want to give Philip Brown um, from Popper Photo and Getty Images credit for this uh, photo that you'll all be able to see if you if you are um, following the um, podcast. It's the last wicket in that first test, England-Pakistan, where it, time was running out. It had been record, a record uh, run. Uh, there had just been records everywhere. It, I think it was Jack Leach that had to get the last wicket. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight men around the wicket. Eight men within 25 feet the batsmen, they're all appealing. It's fantastic. I know it's not football, but it's a genius photo. 
The one that wins it for me um, will cause fear and loathing in uh, Delft because I like chippiness. I like aggression. I feed off it. It's been a great deal of what's brought me where I am. And Argentina running away from Holland at the penalty shootout when the winning one goes in and the Dutch are slumped, face down on their haunches, De Jong holding his head, and a wide variety of Albi Celeste, led by Paredes, of course, who is certifiable. Let, let's not mess about here. Turning back and, and kind of giving it, you know, the 12-year-old Vicky's, it's like um, two fingers, there you go, there you go. Honestly, they're all acting like Johnny Rotten. They're all sticking it verbally and facially to the Dutch as they race towards Emmy Martinez. And I love that. Anybody who... I saw a rugby player going, this is what's wrong with modern football. Stick it right up your jacksie. Scrum. Um, That's what sport is about. Not exclusively joy, beauty... Uh, elegance, yeah, fantastic. But revenge, mala leche, nastiness, get it right up you, is at the heart of sport and anybody who says it's not should be in the jail. Hey, Jensen. That was a brilliant photo, by the way. That I was just looking at it as Graham was talking. Um, my picture is uh, of Luis Suarez, for some reason, sat in a white, <laughs> sat in a white leather armchair holding the... Um, the, Urugu- the Uruguayan, Uruguayan League title trophy. <laughs> a choice that will probably also cause fear and loathing. And I'm sure there'd be a lot of people who prefer the picture of him bawling his eyes out when Uruguay got knocked out of the World Cup. And that's fair enough. But um, I've, I've chosen this picture more than anything because so many players talk up the possibility of going back to their old club when, you know, before they retire. Uh, I, you know, we've heard the story so many times and, and Messi's always asked about, you're going to go back to, and play for... Um, and play for Newell's and there's speculation that having won the World Cup, he now will do it. I doubt very much if he'll go back and finish his career in Argentina. And and as I say, so many players talk up the possibility. One man who did it was Luis Suarez. Now, OK, there was something in it for him, apart from uh, a nostalgic trip down memory lane. It kept him fit for the tournament. Um, but uh, he started his career at Nacional. I, I've, I've been to the stadium and, and looked around and not seen a game there, but... Um, uh, quite a small, modest ground. If you, if you ever get the chance to go football tourism in Montevideo, there's a club on every corner, basically. Um, and Nacional is, is obviously the, the biggest of those clubs, along with Peñarol. And just to go back there, and not just to go back there, but to win a trophy in whatever it was, four or five months, win the league. And there he is, sat smiling, holding the, holding the silver cup. That's my photo of the year. And to bring this first part of our two-part Oscar show to um, an end... We have an Oscar for the best location. That's your personal favourite stadium experience this season. Graham, I think we're just going to do this one for you. We have one nomination, and it's from our absent producer, Mr. Martin Gregg, who during 2022 visited Melbourne Park, home of Vale of Leven FC, for a cup tie with Pollock. Uh, He says that there was a penalty and a touchline Barney within the first five minutes. He was accompanied by writing legend Charlie Connolly and his daughter Tara, Martin's daughter Tara, who had her first ever pie. The elegant river Leven flowed majestically behind the ground, oblivious to the mayhem. I don't know if the river or Tara were 
oblivious to the mayhem perhaps both but Graham which stadium experience is most memorable for you this year? Well that's the best use of oblivious since Rory Frame uh, wrote it down on his biro and took it to the top of the charts um, with Aztec camera look my 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 justification and my verbiage don't match Martin's and the stadium is is might be a letdown for some people because the Santiago Bernabeu is um, is going to become something of a museum piece or a futuristic science museum piece because the rebuild there is genuinely extraordinary. It's going to be a very beautiful place to go to football or NFL or rock concerts and so on and so forth. But it's not that, not that at all. I. I'm irresistibly drawn, like the human eye, to you know an open fire in the hearth. Moments when you literally can't believe what you've seen, and there were a few of those for me in the games against Paris Saint Germain, Chelsea, and Manchester City, where, irrespective of in one part, one I don't know which side, the left and right, what they do. Uh, which one is thinking and which one is, you know, dreaming of sex and beer. Um, but the, the part of my brain that says, it's Madrid, they'll do it again, is shouted out by the other part of my brain that's going, this can't happen. This can't, this can't happen. And you're like, fuck my old sea boots. It has happened. And I found myself twice, I think once against uh, Paris Saint-Germain for sure, and the other time against um, City, holding my head, just literally putting... And it was an instinctive thing. You, you just go, what have I just seen? That's, And you can see it again and again and again. And it's still Truman Show-esque. Makes you say, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's just... It was... And the stadium went from... Did the same. They, 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 they. I was working. They support the club. They've seen it all their lives, whether they're young, middle-aged, or old, and none of them could believe it either because it was just simply too ludicrous to write. That it's not the veil of leaving. I didn't have my daughter, and they don't sell pies, but it's still my choice. Okay, just before we sign off for part one, I'd like to add a couple more nominations from our socios. For that final award, the the best location stadium experience, we had Easter Road for Hibs v Hearts Women, which drew a crowd of over 8,000. We had Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and we had Hamden, which was rocking when Scotland beat Ukraine and Republic of Ireland this year. And Michael Williams, social Michael Williams, thanks very much for getting in touch with this one. He says, I took my father and Notts Forest fans since the 1960s to see them win the playoff final at Wembley noise when the final whistle went was incredible and a magical day for Forest fans. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, all the socios. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's time to take an extended break now at the end of part one of our Oscars show. I hope you used our lobby forms to arrange your interval refreshments. We'll be back with part two of our Oscars edition in a couple of days. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.